Today, I'd like to continue to share with you a study we did on why forgive dad or how to deal with the dad of your past. With Father's Day coming up this Sunday for a lot of us, we've got to process some past pain. It's a tough reality, but God has the answer. And that answer is forgiveness. What does it look like? Why is it important? Well, let me, uh, let me share with you from the conference where we discuss the important truths found in the book, Forgive and Love Again. First of all, if you fail to, you are going to be locked to the past for the rest of your life. You're going to be imprisoned by what your dad did to you. It's going to be lodged in your spirit, lodged in your heart. It's going to be there no matter how hard you try to bury it. It doesn't simply go away unless it goes toward God. Let me ask you, are you in prison by the past? You don't have to continue to be crippled by this. We serve a great God. And in fact, he was there when you were hurt. He was there. If you do not deal with the dad of your past biblically, you will be owned by the past. If you do not forgive your dad for what occurred in the past, you'll live in the past. In addition, if you do not deal with this, you will become a bitter person. In Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30, we have a straightforward biblical command to get rid of bitterness. Are you a bitter person? If you want to hold on to this and stay bitter, then that's up to you. But let me explain to you. Number one, you're disobedient to God. And that's what you are. If you think you can hold on to your anger and hostility and all this, and this is the way you're going to go to your grave, that's fine. It's between you and God. But at the same time, you're destroying yourself spiritually, you're destroying yourself emotionally, you're destroying yourself physically, and you know what will probably happen? You'll begin to inflict the pain you haven't dealt with. You'll inflict it on your kids, and the cycle will continue. Keep in mind, all you're doing is taking what your dad did to you, and you're going to carry it to the next generation. Do you really want to do that? So if you want to get out of the prison of the past, then you're going to have to deal with the dad of your past. Another reason that you want to deal with this is that if you don't, you're opening the door, red carpet treatment for Satan. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 26 and 27, we have that classic passage that says, In your anger do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Now, have you let the sun go down on your anger over many years? You're angry at your dad. Let me just go on in the passage. In your anger, do not sin. Don't let the sun go down in your anger. Do not give the devil, it says, a foothold. So if you've held on to this, held on to your anger, you know what you've done? You've given the devil an opportunity to have a place in your life. Now here's what it looks like. Your mind. He infiltrates your thinking. He's called the accuser of the brethren in Revelation chapter 12. And so as long as you hold on to what your dad did to you, Satan's there and he can plan in your mind thoughts about your dad. He'll constantly remind you. He'll bring it to your mind, disrupt a good day. He'll stir up your spirit. He'll get you angry, irritated. And you know what? You become like the dad that you hate. Now, does that make any sense? So if, if things are going on, if your mental dialogue is such that it's filled with accusations and you can't seem to forget what your dad did to you, then I want to invite you to entertain the fact that you may have a stronghold, a spiritual stronghold in your life. And it's there because you haven't entrusted this pain, this heartache, these offenses to God. 
you've held on, and as a result, you've given an open invitation to the enemy and can keep reminding you of every little thing that your dad or anybody else may have done to you. And that's precisely what Satan wants to do because he knows if he can keep you bitter, he also makes you less than productive for the cause of Christ. We don't need any more bitter Christians proclaiming the gospel. It just doesn't fit. What God is saying to you and to me is, haven't I forgiven you? Will you not entrust justice to me? That's what God is saying. In addition, if you hold on, not only do you open the door for the enemy, you impact your fellowship with God. Do you remember what the Savior said? If you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Now, if you know what the message of salvation is by grace, you know that this is not talking about your salvation. No, if you've been forgiven, you're completely forgiven. Judicially, it's removed. You are completely cleansed by the blood of Christ. So what it's talking about, though, is that in terms of your relationship with God, that your fellowship with God is impacted. If you don't give this to God and you keep carrying this in direct disobedience to biblical truth, by the way, your relationship with God begins to, to be impacted by this. It's comparable to what the Bible tells us about when a man doesn't treat his wife correctly, 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 7, that God will hold that against the man and not answer his prayers. God wants relationships to be biblically correct before him. And if they're not, then your relationship with him will be impacted on a practical, relational, fellowship basis. So if you're having a hard time connecting with God, could it be that you have grown intensely bitter at the offense of someone against you, and maybe it's your dad, and you haven't dealt with it the way God says to deal with it? That will impact your fellowship with him. So let me ask you, are going to just stay in bondage, in prison to the past? Do you want your dad to own you for the rest of your life? And in fact, in owning you, he may well own your children as well because you've remained hostile. When we come to entrusting these offenses, the offender to God through an act of forgiveness, this is not something you do casually, and it's not blanket forgiveness. You don't simply say, all right, and God, I, I've heard these concepts, so I, I forgive my dad. No, no, it's more. There's more to this. But what God wants to do is sacred, it's special, and he, he will touch the core of your heart because he wants to do spiritual surgery and set you free from the cancer of your bitterness. And only God can do that. Are you ready now to deal with the debt of your past? Are you willing to take a few minutes and really seek the Spirit of God's guidance and direction about some of the things that occurred in the past when you were growing up? relative to your dad are you willing to allow the holy spirit to get you beyond any denial to face the emotional pain that was there and to begin to deal with it god's way are you ready now the spirit of god is called the counselor he's there with you if you know jesus christ the holy spirit is there with you and he wants to speak to you wants to impress upon your mind the truth what is the truth the truth is that god was there when you were hurt the truth is that God will take your hurt, the pain, the abuse, the debt, what took place, and God will assume the role that is only really his, the role of the righteous judge in the life of your dad. Let me point out that when it comes to dealing with the debt of your past and the issue or question of forgiveness, that many of us do not understand what the Bible says. The Bible tells us that this issue is not even so much between you and your dad 
as it is the question of whether you'll obey God, and so it's between you and God, but also that your dad will answer to God for what he did to you. But you can stand in the way of that. You can continue to hold on to the offense and the offender. You can grow bitter and angry and open the door to the enemy, or you can let God be God. In fact, read Genesis chapter 50 and see what Joseph said to his brothers when they came to him pleading for him to release them from the debt of their actions against him many years before. And he makes a statement, am I in the place of God? As long as you hold on to to the hurt that you have inflicted on you, maybe by your dad, as long as you hold on, you're assuming the place of God. You're assuming that you need to be the judge, that you should retaliate, that you should come back. Now, I am not saying that you were not hurt. You were. I'm not saying that you do not have a tremendous debt that your dad owes you. What I am saying is let God be the one that collects the debt. Let God be the one who intervenes. Don't expect your dad or wait until your dad comes to you to ask for forgiveness. That may never happen. But your father in heaven will step in. Jot down Psalm 51. Now, this is David. This is David having committed adultery with Bathsheba and offended her, obviously. This is David who killed her husband, Uriah. This is David after Nathan has confronted him. Here's what David wrote. Psalm 51, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. He knew he sinned. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. He was seeking forgiveness. And by the way, dads, if you've been listening and you realize that you've sinned against God and your, and your children, you need to confess as David did. Confess your sins. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Now listen to what he writes in verse 4 of Psalm 51. Against you, talking to God, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. Now wait a minute, David, the great king of Israel. You, you also sinned against Uriah. You sinned by taking Bathsheba. You sinned against her. You sinned against the people of Israel. You sinned against everyone. The truth that emerges here is that when we sin against one another, we sin against God. What your dad did to you was a sin against God first and foremost, as well as you. But what you can do in order to launch your healing is you step aside and you let God show you the hurt and you give it to God rather than standing in the place of God. When you forgive anyone, what you are doing is you are recognizing the debt that is owed. You are not denying it. You're not discounting the pain and the heartache. You're just allowing God to be God. You're letting God step in and become the righteous judge. The issue is not between you and your dad as much as it is between you and God. And when you step out of the way, the issue becomes your dad answering to God. Now, here's how I would encourage you to approach this. Take some time, get alone, be reminded that God has forgiven you an incredible debt. Think of all the sins that God has forgiven, and he did it by sacrificing his son, Jesus Christ. Dwell on that a little bit. Meditate on that a little bit. Think about the sins that you've committed and the offenses that you were directed at God and all that God stands for. And yet, he provided the way for you to be forgiven by giving you his son. 
Remember how much you have been forgiven. And then pray. Stop and pray a simple prayer, maybe something like this. My Father in heaven, I come to you, especially with a heavy heart because my Father on earth I know has hurt me. But Father, you tell me that I am to forgive as I've been forgiven. And Father, my heart cries out, no, I don't want to do this. I don't feel like doing this. So Father, for me to do this, I need your help. Please, I ask that your Holy Spirit would speak to me, that your Holy Spirit would be my counselor. Father, show me. Show me how my dad has hurt me. Let me face the offense, for I know who is the offender. And Father, forgive me for being bitter. Forgive me for holding on to this. Please, Father, now begin to to deliver me from what has taken place. Let me go forward, Father, in a way that allows me not to be crippled by my past, but begin to see that you can take this and bring some good out of it. So, Father in heaven, I come for this time of self-examination with your spirit guiding me. Father, show me what it is I need to forgive.